And this morning, I'd like to lead you through a practice on how to do exactly that. And I actually spoke about this particular practice last night, but not, um, not as a formula. And this morning, I'd like to introduce you to a bit of a formula for working with difficult mind states, the hindrances, difficult emotions. I think it can also work for uh, physical difficulties if you're experiencing um, physical discomfort. So this is uh, a teaching that I believe was first created by Michelle McDonald, uh, a fellow meditation teacher. Uh, It's the acronym, she uses the acronym RAIN to help us all remember how to work with these difficulties so that when we're stuck in the middle of it all, we have something easy to remember, um, to pull from. So RAIN uh, starts with recognize, R's, recognize. To recognize what is actually happening. What is the emotion? What is the hindrance that is coming in right now? And so it can be very helpful to name it. Oh, this is agitation. Oh, this is frustration. This is sloth and torpor. This is doubt. This is fear. You might notice sometimes that there's multiple things happening. Uh, and so naming just what seems, seems right for you. You don't want to get too involved in finding the right name either. Sometimes we experience things that we just can't name. And you know, in those cases, I find it really helpful to uh, give it a color. <laughs> What color is this experience right now? Just so that I have some way of labeling it. Enough to be able to then move on and not get stuck in trying to identify it. So the first one, R, is recognize. And then A is allow. That surrender to, okay, This is happening right now. It may not be what I wanted, but this is what's happening right now. And so this attitude of allow, okay, you're here. I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to push you away. You're actually welcome here. Sometimes we can talk to ourselves in this way for allow, and that can be helpful. Other times it's more of just an (sighs) out-breath. Okay. I is investigate. To get curious, well, what is this thing? What is this thing that I've now labeled Investigate, what does it feel like in the body, this emotion? 
So often our emotions seem to take place in our head, in story. But actually, emotions are physical. It's a physical experience too. And so we can drop out of our headspace into the body and see, well, where do I experience this emotion in the body? And get really curious about that. If it's too intense, you can back off. If it's not too intense, you can you know, investigate, get curious, explore. These are words that aren't heavy words. These are uh, playful words. There's something enjoyable about investigating the difficult if we are, are really present in allowing it to be. Noticing not only the physical, but uh, how does it affect our heart? Does the heart close in defense? Can the heart open to compassion? And then what does it do to our mind? Does it agitate the mind? Does it make it sleepy, disinterested? What kind of thoughts does it produce? What's our relationship to the emotion? All of this can be done in investigation. And then I is non-identify, which basically means don't take it personally. This isn't personal. We aren't choosing these mind states. They arise from past uh, conditioning and present conditions. They come as visitors and then they go eventually. Maybe they visit us a lot so it doesn't seem like they go, but they are impermanent when you look at them from a moment-to-moment basis. And so this not taking it personally, not to identify, uh, is also a practice of, of letting go, allowing it to come and go, that we don't need to grab onto it. We don't need to hold so tightly to what we're experiencing. So this is rain. And um, if you're not having very difficult emotions or hindrances, um, you can also use it to explore really pleasant experience as well. So it's not just for the difficulty. We need to know uh, the joy and the relaxation and the openness and the tenderness just as much as the difficult. So let's, let's try this. I'll start us out with a bit of a review of what we've already learned. Finding a posture that is comfortable and upright, supporting your energy right now. If you're feeling tired, sit up in your body a little bit taller. If you're feeling restless, you might sink into the posture a little bit more, feeling 
the support of, of the chair or the cushion. Feel the heaviness of the body as it makes contact with the floor, the cushion, the chair. Bring your attention down into the body. Become embodied. Present. Take your time. Feel the sensations of sitting here. Feel the rhythm of your breath. Know that you're breathing, know that you're alive. Take your time. Let your attention have time to really rest onto those sensations of breathing. Or if the breath is not what holds your attention this morning, maybe it's sound, maybe it's a different body sensation.
then I invite you to notice if there are any emotions present. Maybe one or more of the hindrances are here. Remember the hindrances of desire, aversion, restlessness, sloth and torpor, or doubt. And start by recognizing See if you can name what's actually here. Even if there's a question mark at the end of it. Maybe this is a version. You can do that and just let that question sit and see if it seems true. If you can't find words, Try a color or some other way to creatively recognize what's happening right now that doesn't involve words. And then moving into this attitude of allow. If the emotion or the hindrance feels too big to fully allow, you can give yourself a time limit. I'm going to allow for three breaths and just see what that's like. I'm going to allow just for this sit. Allow, relaxing around the edges of the discomfort. Allow comes from your wisdom mind, your compassionate mind. Okay, I'll be here with you. Let's see what you are. Don't worry if there's a little hesitation. You can name it as fear. And it just becomes part of what we're exploring. Allow. And then investigate. What is this thing? Become an anthropologist in the field. Very curious, observing. Not needing to fix or work it out, but simply watching, learning. What is this emotion? What is this hindrance? What is this mind state? What's it feel like in the body?
What's it feel like in the heart? And our mind. Let the investigating be soft and gentle. Notice if any tightness comes in as you're probing around. Try to stay in that relaxed, allow state. Let it show you what it is. Sometimes at this point, the mental state, the emotion, the hindrance starts to fizzle out, disappears. That's fine. You don't need to try and hold it here. Let it go. See what's happening now. is non-identify. If the state is staying, notice if you have this idea that it's how you always are and how you always will be. Non-identify, don't take it personally. Let it have its own lifespan. Let go of that hook of attachment. It's just the self trying to exist in this particular moment. trying to solidify what's being experienced. But really it's very impermanent and it's really in flux. It's changing already. This mind moment is not the same as the last.
so you can continue on in this way when some kind of emotion or or state arises and you want to see what is this you want to stay present with it whether it's a pleasant experience or not so pleasant experience And if there just isn't much happening and it's the breath or physical sensation that's really up right now, you can go to that. Let your mind rest in that experience. Investigate that experience. If you find yourself overwhelmed, it goes in the other direction, overwhelmed by big emotion or hindrances. Then moving into metta, compassion, forgiveness. Turning towards that difficulty with a compassionate heart.
Notice where your attention is right now. If you were not present a moment ago, take heart that the moment you notice that means that you were again present, you were mindful again, right in that moment. And from there you can choose to bring your attention to the body sitting here, to all those sensations, to the breath or sound. Take your time getting present again, really establishing that mindfulness. And then maybe try the acronym RAIN one more time before the end of the sit. Recognize, allow, investigate, non-identification.
So we have some time now for some questions and answers. Um, oh, I think so. Yeah, we have time for Q&A. Yes, Tom. Which, what is, what is N in rain, the non-identification? And it feels like it's on the edge of denial. There's something tricky about it. Uh, can you say a little bit more about what you mean? Ah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a great... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it, it, so I'll just repeat a little bit so everyone can hear um, that it's, it seems like sometimes it could be like um, letting yourself off the hook uh, for example, if you caused real harm um, yeah the purpose of it is not to be um, excusing uh harm, but rather to allow for there to be a process to reflect on that harm in which we can actually grow from it instead of getting stuck in in it. Um, You know, the mind states that we have uh, in the tradition of the Buddha, it's said that they're arising because of, of our past karma, of the things that we've done. And however you relate to karma, one, one way to look at it in, in terms of what you're saying, you know, when we do create harm, it does come back, whether it comes back in our relationships or just in our mind, how we end up ruminating. And, and we find this on retreat a lot. Some of you may have noticed some deep reflecting on things that maybe you did years ago, maybe even things from your childhood that you did um, that caused harm. And so this is our karma. We, we cause harm and it does uh, bubble back up in different ways. And so one of the ways is, is through regret. And so in, in this case, uh, the idea is not to say, well, that's just not who I am. Uh, that is denial in in a way, to have that attitude of of actually, that's more of an attitude of, I'm not really going to look at this, isn't it? Um, What we're saying is, is look at it. Oh, I caused harm and look how, look how it's affecting me right now. This is the karma of harm. Oh, I feel it in my gut. I feel it in my mind, in the doubt that's coming in, in the restlessness, in the aversion. Oh, this is the this is the cause of harm. This is the the um, the price that we pay when we when we're unconscious or even consciously causing harm. Get to know it really well, and then allowing for that moving through uh, the despair around it, um, not getting stuck in that, but rather moving through it so that um, we don't continue to cause harm. 
So it might be through uh, rain, or it might be that we get to that non-identification and we need to do more of a forgiveness practice, uh, asking forgiveness um, of that other person, or maybe it's forgiving ourselves uh, for our unconsciousness uh, with the, um, the idea that we're, we're moving forward uh, not causing harm, that that is our intention. Uh, but if we look at, you know, uh, in terms of the moment to moment, the harm that was caused, it's not really happening right now. It's, it's the, it's the uh, reverberation that we're experiencing. It's, it's the energy of that moment that is visiting. It's not really that. And so if we get stuck on, I am that person a week ago or uh, 20 years ago, then um, we're, we're, we're not really living in the reality of what it is. We're not really looking at it or respecting what is actually happening in this moment. Does that make sense? Okay, great. Any other questions? I thought I saw another hand over here. Yes. Uh, I found it at times hard to go through the, the rain. Uh-huh. What I felt was changing so quickly. Yes. So once I started, something else would come up. Uh-huh. It wasn't necessarily very strong feelings or emotions, but uh-huh. just sensations and mm-hmm. floating feelings or mixed with peace and yeah. everything. So... It moves so fast. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, did you notice even at R that uh, recognize? Because it just would be going so quickly. It sounds like you. Oh, yeah, thank you. So I'll repeat what you said, that um, rain was, was difficult for this person because um, the experiences were moving so fast that even to do recognize it was hard to do because the next thing was coming up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't worry about it. <laughs> this is the nature of of life. It is moving really fast. And as we get settled and more and more quiet, we actually get to see that. And so you can just notice instead of trying to quickly identify as everything's running through just sit back and let it run through. Wow. And actually in that moment, that's more of that non-identification of you're not globbing on to anything. You're just, whoa, look at all that going by. And there's something in you that's actually quite still watching all of that, right? That, it can be that way. Yeah. And then when something gets sticky and it, it is very clearly there, then you can go through rain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have time for maybe one, one more question, if there is one. Yes. Um, I was trying to apply that to physical states. Yes. Some physical states that are more 
unchanging than mine stays. Yes. Um, and so I'm not quite sure how to sort of come, sort of accept that. Or yeah, yeah. So the question, um, well, the comment was that this person is working uh, with rain in the body, with physical um, sensation and experiencing quite a bit of that physical sensation and noticing that it's not uh, does it, it's, it's not changing so quickly as mind states and how to hold that with the attitude of allow. Well, and even thinking about in the long-term loss of uh-huh. physical comfort or loss uh-huh. of physical health. Long-term, uh-huh. You know, not just like, oh, it's, it's going to be longer than a mental state, but that actually maybe this is it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. A new yeah, yeah. And so just the acceptance of uh, this might be how it, it is. Um, and maybe that's true. And maybe, maybe it's not true. Um, this comes to the relationship that uh, you might be forming with your new body. Uh, the body has changed. It has new conditions that are uncomfortable or even really painful. And um, the practice of just seeing, getting curious about that relationship. So we can get curious about the sensations and, and all of that, but we can also see that layer. almost seems like the layer you're talking about is the relationship with it. What is my relationship with it? In this moment, in this moment, I can really accept it. I, yeah, okay, this is what's happening right now. In this moment, I do not accept this. <laughs> There's a lot of aversion arising or a lot of fear that, is this it? Is this how it's going to be? And so maybe, um, maybe that's where the practice is, is looking at that, that, relationship with the discomfort because it might be that for your lifetime uh, there is this particular discomfort or pain but it might not we just you just don't know we just don't know but you do know what's what your relationship is and how it feels in this moment moment to moment and so bringing yourself back to that um, how does that sound yeah Okay. Okay. So, um, we, you have uh, groups again today. Half of you have groups again today. So if you had your practice discussion group on the first day, you will have it another one today. Please look at the board and look at the times. So there will be, um, the first group will be at this next walking period. And the second group is not in the afternoon. And I know there was a little bit of confusion about that yesterday. It's not in the afternoon. Um, it's this morning at 11 o'clock. Okay? So look at the board. And also, you're not meeting with the same teacher. So you'll be meeting with a different teacher today than you did the first day. So take a look at what room you should be in. I'm still in room two. James is in the council house, which is where you registered. 
uh, when you got here, and uh, Rinpoche is in room one. Um, anything? Anything else? Oh yeah, um, James is reminding me to remind you about continuity of practice. So here we are. We're midway through this retreat, uh, and. beginning to refine how you carry yourself throughout the day. Refining, uh, finding those moments where you kind of lose your practice. So oftentimes these are the in-between moments. uh, When you stand up to walk out to go use the bathroom after the sit, for example. Um, Or moments in your yogi job. Uh, walking down to the dining hall or walking back up where we just kind of lose lose our presence. Um, see if you can catch those moments and continue your practice. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel your breath. Feel the motion of the body as you're in activity. Stay as present as you can. These moments are so precious And this retreat will not be permanent. (laughs) It will end. And so this is a very precious time. And I think that's, that's all. Okay. So enjoy your day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.